you are now tuning into Two Kids from the Bronx podcast. Two Kids from the Bronx. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Two Kids from the Bronx. Ow! How's it going, Touch? Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. You're here on a nice, uh, chilly Saturday afternoon. Yeah, man. It's the- well, man, weather did a 180 on us, man. Yeah, man, this came out of nowhere. Definitely came out of nowhere. Uh, we're expecting a hurricane, or I think we're out of the range of the hurricane. But I think it, it, yeah, it, it, it avoided us. We, we were scared for a second. There was, there yeah. was, there was prepping, man. Definitely, definitely. Uh, but it went away, thank God, man. Yeah, I think we got a lot. We didn't get a lot of rain this weekend, but it's all right. You know, it's good. Good reason to stay inside, watch some TV. Exactly. You know? One of those nice, relaxing weekends, man. Definitely. You know, don't leave the house, man. Just order some takeout. And there you go. It. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, so let's start it right off, Tach. You know, on a real like you know somber, sad note. Um, a lot of news this week. You know, especially with the Oregon shooting. Uh, yeah. Know, another one of these. You know, I feel like it's every couple years. Every year, it's starting to seem even sooner. Even, but, yeah, more frequent than years. Yeah, yeah. Like every year maybe. It's like every year, you know, you get one of these mass shootings, mass, you know, pretty much mass murders, you know, and um, definitely for your, your, excuse me, guys, for those of you who haven't heard, you know, in Oregon, uh, I think it was a community college um, or some college. Yeah, it was a community college yeah. in Oregon. Yeah, the yeah. name I can't pronounce it, so it was a community <laughs> college. Yeah, there were uh, nine people murdered. Um, this guy, you know, went off, off the wall, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, killed nine people. I think some more got hurt. But, I mean, and it brings up just so many questions in society, you know. This guy, you know, he was an ex-Marine, I'm an ex-Army, uh, Chris Harper Mercer. He was a, you know, a guy in ex-Army. So, yeah, yeah. What was it? Was that, uh... Port Jackson, yeah, South Carolina. Definitely, he had a few uh, screws loose because I think he didn't even reach. Hit, nope. He they had the you know he kicked left out. the army. They kicked him out. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he couldn't reach the psychological text or something like that. It was just he was unstable, you know. And it's like the dude that's unstable for the army. You really, you know, they should have like a program where they, you know they should put people, not just send them out to the free world. Like, hey, there you go, man. You know, like, hey, you're. Uh, you're free to go now. Your time is up, you know. There should be some type of protocol, some type of program where, you know. Because, I mean, being in the Army takes a big, big toll on you. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a big exactly. psychological toll. Exactly. physical toll. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. just, uh, it's really, it's, it's almost, like, you, you almost get numb to this when, mm-hmm. when you see it on the news. It's like, it's it's been happening so frequent, and it's, and it's the same the same story almost the same yeah. characters it's the same guy same he profile goes, he, yeah. he walks into he walks into the on the campus for whatever reason and he just he just shoots it up he mm-hmm. with no no type of i don't know compassion or no, uh mm-hmm. something how do you get to that place where you just walk on just take you're going to take people's lives yeah it's, like, and it's like you know, you, it really takes a certain part, a certain type of person to just, you know, it, innocent people. It's not like, you know, you had some type of problems with these people or you went out to get revenge. These are just completely random. And it's kind of even, you know, I would say a person like that is like, you know, even more 
uh, has like way more psychological problems than a regular person who is like really you know just going to kill someone from a vendetta or something along those lines but um, you know he was definitely an, uns- an unstable individual yeah. and um, you know he went on the campus and there's a question I, I really when I thought of it when I heard the story you know I was thinking you touching it's like you know like you said we have become numb to this we have become you know it's almost like you know you're almost expecting this and um all you know they, he was found with 14 weapons 14 firearms all legally obtained yeah and it comes back to this question that's been you know around for a lot of these you know couple last couple of years should there be, should there be stricter laws on gun control then there to that would be a stricter laws i mean these scenarios mm-hmm. are like if these aren't convincing reasons, then I don't know what else can convince, you know, the country that, you know, there needs to be some different type of regulations, some different type of rules for these, uh, for guns, for obtaining guns. Mm-hmm. And all the guns weren't here. They were family member guns. Yep. And there should be, um... A limit to how many guns you can have? That. <laughs> and there should be, people should be held liable if, if someone gets a hold of your gun and they don't own that gun. Something happens for the person that owns that gun. Mm-hmm. You need to he the person that owns the gun needs to get in trouble. Something needs to set precedence. Like you you can't just give people access to guns. Like yeah. it's it's insane and it's just like you know it was lying in a house and it's okay because you know the gun is Legal. legally yeah. owned and it's like it's not okay. How do you even get to that gun? That should have been put up somewhere. You can't, you can't just leave the house with somebody else's gun, man. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know me and you you know born and raised we're in New York and the Bronx and yeah. it's like it's just a different mindset you it's know when you go down set, yeah. down south and you go you know mid-america um you know guns are laying around you know it's like like it's a hat yeah <laughs> you know like accessory and it's like you know a father you know taking his son out to hunt it's like a rite of passage you know and guns are you know the backbone of it's the second amendment the right the right to bear arms yeah Dude, it's like you know, it, it's always were different times, so man. Those when were, that amendment came out. That was a completely different time. Those were different times. I agree with you, but the British were coming, man. I <laughs> <laughs> had to stock up, you know. But no, but like you know, back to the point. So it's like, you know, those may have been different times, but these are people's beliefs that have been passed man. down from generation to generation. People hide behind the Constitution now <laughs> nowadays. It's a lot of the stuff is just outdated and it doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. And people just use it as you know because it's old and it has these values from back then, and mm-hmm. we're not back then anymore. So it's like you can't keep using this as your shield, or you know, we can't touch it because mm-hmm. just because it's the yeah. Constitution. I agree, but then it becomes like a slippery slope. To, so it's like, what do we take out? What do we keep? And that's why I feel like you know a lot of it, this gun control thing is it's getting so much pushback yeah. and so much because you know a lot of the American people are saying you know what but these are quote unquote God given rights to have yeah. these guns but there needs to be some type of control because it's just like you said it's, it, the idea of just you know kids having access to these guns especially unstate you know it's, someone who gets kicked out of the army like I can't say this enough. You should not be around guns if you got kicked out of the army. Shouldn't even be allowed to buy guns. You gotta get, like, <laughs> yeah. find out why you got kicked out, and you should it should be put on a list somewhere. This guy could not own firearms. Yeah, like, you gotta be banned but, from even Walmart because you get guns at Walmart. Like it's it's, it's just, real. They got a whole section back there. You walk back there, and buy your guns, man. Get your guns, right? Oh my goodness! I think even you know President Obama, he got some backlash. You guys saw he um. You know, kind of agree with us that there needs to be stricter gun laws. Yeah, and he's always been, you know, championing that, but yeah. it's well, it's just the, the country's not for that. The, mm-hmm. you know, 
That's you know, Middle America. Yeah, and they're, they're not with it. NRA is it's huge, huge population. You know, I mean, who, a huge percentage of the country, you know, is NRA is in the NRA, NRA activists, and they just do not like want to hear it. You know, it goes back to things saying, oh, you know, um, guns don't kill people, people kill people. Yeah. And it's like, that's stupid. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. I mean, that's really that's dumb because guns kill people. <laughs> yeah, the gun yeah. is the yeah. Yeah, the gun that's is the instrument. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, like saying you know, guitars make rock music. Yeah. People make rock music. Exactly. Okay, but you if you don't have the guitar, exactly. it can't work that's out. That's the tool. That is, exactly. You know, and especially you know these types of weapons. I can understand you know a, a handgun, but these guys are getting like you know rifles, heavy machine. They don't kind of like stuff that'll just like really do damage to a person man and you know we because we you know we can talk about till we're blue in the face yeah. but the thing is, is it's like until rifles though yeah it's, it's like yeah man what do you need a rifle yeah. for man <laughs> why are you why am i even selling rifles <laughs> why do you even sell rifles Gotta for hunt. what yeah, trying to hunt man you know and it's like and I get it because you know like there's a huge population that they, they hunt and they love yeah, it, people love know. their guns and man you know what maybe if, if I had a gun maybe <laughs> I would feel the same way you know maybe I'm being biased maybe you know maybe maybe if we had a bunch of guns we'd be like man you can't take out don't guns, take my man. guns man. that's not us we wouldn't do that yeah. that's do something that's them man and that's what they're saying you yeah. know that's why that's where that saying come up it's not you know it's like people kill people not the guns yeah and you know people are it's like you know trying to take away something that has been passed down like you know from generations and it's like when you feel like that's your right yeah. that's what it is too because people feel like that's my right that's like you know i guess you know you could say that's like people saying hey you know rosa and, and tot you guys can't do your podcast you don't you, you can't speak as i do yeah. that's you know right speak you know we, we yeah. can we these are all right so i can see where like the the, the purest the, the gun purists come from but even you know they would have to see there has to be some type of regulation where you know it needs to be stricter exactly it needs to be more strict because you know it's gonna happen and and one day it's gonna happen in your kid's school you know and and, and then what are you gonna say um so it's just you know a very sad story you know and Man, same story over and over again. i mean at some point mm-hmm. at some point we'll learn. It has, it's gonna have to be like uh Someone in Congress, one, one of his kids' kids, one of his yeah. kids' schools, wants to get shot up, and then you know, maybe we'll see mm-hmm. something happen. And like the crazy thing is, you know, it's like you can't say like it's a it's a race thing, you know, because a lot of these things are happening in, in suburban schools, yeah. you know, and you know where a lot of the population is white, a lot of the students are white, and you know, so if it was like, you know, you could bring the racial thing into it, but like it's just happening. There is no bias to the to these mass murders that that people are just going on shooting you know it's just like hey i'm gonna lose it today that's it i'm gonna go kill some people because they got access to the gun so yeah (sighs) crazy insane definitely um let's try to switch it up let's you know we started off on on a sad note let's um let's, let's, let's try to bring some energy back into the podcast right now um something i i heard last night you know i heard something that touched I'm not gonna lie, I thought it was fake when I saw it. Oh man. Guess who's back? Who's back, man? Guess who's back? There once was a story all about how. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Woo! Big Willie. Big, big Willie. Big Willie style, man. 
So uh, I saw Will Smith jumped on a remix. Oh yeah. Uh, the Fiesta song. Um, by some uh, they're like a Brazilian group. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. And I read the article. It was like Will Smith saw like that. You know, he heard the song and he loved like, it. Oh, and he was like, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard the song? I heard the it's, song. It's man. pretty kind. Like it's pretty cool. Like <laughs> it was it's cool. kind of like a little oh punk, like techno kind of like. Yeah. It's like, like you know. Um, kind of you know like I said techno beat like clubish like, type clubish of song. house right. music yeah. almost to a certain yeah. extent. Um, but what what you think, man? <laughs> he was rapping on there. I mean, you know. Yo, he killed it, man. He he, he nah, thought that he, he had a he had some flow there. I mean, he has a flow. I'm not gonna lie. Not the Fresh Prince, but you know, it's Wolf, man. He dusted off. I am mad, you, know? you know. He's stepping back in. You know, this this is what he's, he's charged up. He's, ooh, he's like charged. I mean, he was chilling with Drake. Up, he was chilling with Drake this summer. Sound like Drake wrote him. I was listening to him, man. <laughs> I, I heard a lot of of Drake cadence yeah. in there, man. Uh-huh. I was like, oh man! You know, Drake said, "Whoever needs some ghost fighters, you know." <laughs> I heard a lot of Drake Cadiz in them in them bars, man. Go ahead, listen. Uh-huh. You gonna be like, oh my head. You go ahead. Say it ain't so, Will. Say it ain't so. <laughs> but mean- you know what's crazy though? It's like I feel like, you know, it kind of just goes to show the success of Will Smith. He's like, when I think of Will Smith, I don't even think of him as a rapper anymore. Yeah. I think of him as an actor. Yeah. You know, even though I think maybe what like when we were in high school he might have had that switch yeah he had switch in high school yeah that was my joint yeah so that was you know that was a cool you know cool little thing but it's like I still don't think of him as a rapper and like he was the first rapper to win um, an Oscar yeah I mean Oscar I'm sorry a Grammy oh yeah he was the first rapper I mean uh, Jazzy Jeff yep Mm -hmm. he definitely won the first Grammy and you know it's like it just goes to show the success you know do you think he's gonna come like make a little comeback I think he has one more album in him I mean, I don't see why not. This is the perfect, perfect time. It's just, it's the same as when he came back with the getting jiggy with. Yeah, you know, nah, you nah, waited nah. for a time where it was, <laughs> this was that was his time right there. Come back, everything is real nice and polished, and mm-hmm. get back in there. This is, and right now, he had a place where it don't matter. Yeah, come back. He can do whatever he wants. Everybody's being yeah. accepted in rap, so just come back. This is That's the perfect true. time to drop something. He gonna do something with Jaden, father son. Album? I hope not. <laughs> Nah, not a whole album. Maybe, yeah. maybe he'll put Jaden on the on the album. I would. I, I could, hope. I can tell him funny Jaden. People about the album, but yeah. it's a perfect time. This, this mm-hmm. is like if you look at everything going on, everybody is coming back right mm-hmm. now. It's a bunch of reunions and uh, yeah. shows that shows that are coming back. Everybody coming back. So this is the perfect time everybody to just come back. Classic is in right now. Oh, this guy's back. Oh, it's been ten years. It's been <laughs> this that you know, everybody's back. So come on back, man. Yeah. What if Kanye produces the album? Kanye produces an album. He is. He's yeah, gonna, he's gonna produce out. Yeah, I didn't even know that. I just said that right now. Cause I mean, no, I saw man. them together. They've been together. That's not. It's, it's in the works. It's in the works, man. I can picture yeah, like Will, like the kids need you. Oh, yeah. We gotta do it for the culture. You know, Fresh Prince, Wolf Myth, Kanye West, Drake, Ooh. Drake. That's true. that's you know, that's, it wouldn't be too bad. You know, I mean, gonna be, it's gonna be uh, something to see. He said that, that there's some big announcement coming soon from him. So mm-hmm. if I go, we gonna see. That's cool though, man. You know, I'm glad to see. You know. Things like that, like it's cool. That's that midlife crisis, man. Exactly. Boy, you gotta come back. What do he does all day? Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure that like, he like reads scripts. Reads scripts, and then if he's not you know, working on a movie, he probably I don't know, probably does really yeah, random. Yeah. Argue with Jada. Meditate. I don't know. Argue with his wife. Like, I think he's a Scientologist or whatever they do. Uh, hanging out with Tom Cruise. <laughs> probably. Damn, that's I don't know, man. Throwing <laughs> darts at Tupac's face in the wall. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure he hates Tupac. Why? 
Cause Jada, Jada loves yeah, Tupac. Oh yeah, that's right. She loves Tupac. Yeah, that's true. Even a couple years ago, I read an article where she was like, "Oh man, he was like the most talented yeah, she person." Always, yeah, she always so talks. gifted. I'll be mad, like yo. yo I'm pretty like, talented. Yo, he's like he's, like he's dead, man. He's dead. Like, can I live, man? Like, no, that, that's your old boyfriend. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a letter from um, the Willow Smith mm-hmm. to Tupac, and it was like, "No way, dead Tupac. My mommy really misses you. Oh, <laughs> can you God. can you come back, please?" Please, so my mom you? can be happy. She had to be real young. Yeah. A little, like a little kid wrote it. She had to be really young. Damn. So you come back so me and my mommy can be happy. Yo. Like, Damn. I would have burnt that. Letter. She's still not over Pac, man. Damn. That's it, man. That's Hit him up. Hit him up, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, man. Oh, my goodness. Um, what else has been going on? Tots, you know, it's October. Yes. You know, 2K is out. Yeah, two K's out. That means basketball season's right around the corner. Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah. I feel like you know the NBA. It comes back in a weird time, like some. I feel like you know the football season. You know, people are so. It's like right in that nice part of the football where it's season. It's just like it's just getting to that point where people are just really getting into the football. Yeah, like, and then it's like you know basketball kind of comes out, and I feel like they basketball doesn't really get like its run until like you know I would say like. January. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, right Christmas. Matter of fact, Christmas. Right when the Christmas game starts, you you start yeah. to feel like basketball. Basketball you know? back. Now you're really looking at the exactly, game. Exactly. Because like October, November, like it's a slow start. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely a slow you know, start. You kind of just you looking. You know, you're not really that into it. You're just mm-hmm. watching, the, looking for any big moves or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. That's about but it. But it's yeah. back, man. It's back. Yeah, I mean, there's like a whole bunch of interviews I saw this week on ESPN. You know, some training camp stuff. Um, one that really, you know, stuck stuck out to me was um, D Rose. You know, he's back. Um, oh, D Rose. This was before his face got broken. Okay. This was like literally like the day before. D Rose. He's gonna go you down with the greatest and never do it. <laughs> this generation's Penny, uh, Penny Harder. Um, no, Grand Hill actually, I should say. Um, definitely always beat up and stuff. But so long story short, so whatever. So the day before, you know, D Rose got his his cheekbone, his orbital bone broken in practice. You know, they were talking to reporters and they were saying, you know, what are you most expecting? Like, you know, what are you, like, anticipating the season? And I just want to say this. Nobody brought up money or contract issues. And he just, you know, said, this is not for verbatim or for word, but some of the long lines where he was like, you know, um, I was hanging out with my son a lot this summer. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, working out. And I just want to make sure my family's financially stable. That's right. And then he says, you know, if you see, like, I'm looking forward to free agency in 2017 when he becomes free agent. And yeah. He says, you know, you see all the money that this league is throwing around. Paper. You know, I want, you know, I want to make sure my family. Show him the skrilla. It's financially stable. And in my head, it's like, this is what I'm thinking. You know what? I don't have a problem with you trying to get every single. Can't knock the hustle. Get as much as you can, because you know, I feel like you know, in this country, you're worth. Is what someone's willing to pay you. That's right. But man, Todd, let me just read off, you know, a hundred eighty-five million dollar contract from Adidas. That's right. Get that bread. You know, over a hundred million dollar salary from the Chicago Bulls. Get that bread. And in the last three seasons, he's played a hundred games. Ooh, must be nice. Must be nice. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've seen, you know, like he's, I've seen him more suits than uniforms. Got a lot of suits. And it's like, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, it just gets me because it's like, like, I'm not even a Chicago Bulls fan, but if I was a fan and you, you're talking about money, 
like, dude, I'm spending five hundred dollars to take, you know, just to, if let's say if I want to take me and my girl, if I go out with the boys to go get some tickets, you know, tickets two hundred dollars pop sometimes, hundred fifty dollars. Bread. You know, so it's like, dude, you're gonna talk about financially st- when you make more in one day than most Americans make in a year. Dude, if two I was years. if I was a Chicago fan, I'd have been like, dude, like, what are you talking? Like, get on the court, stay healthy. Get your money, but you know what I mean. And this just goes to show. It's like I feel like he just doesn't get it. Like certain players, you just don't get it. Like you can. Nobody wants to hear about your money. You can be about your money. Yeah. But don't. But don't don't bring it up. Don't Don't, bring it up. Yeah, that that was definitely the wrong place, the wrong time. The wrong time. Wrong time. And thing is, is it was like nobody asked him. Hey, what do you think about this? When he brought up, you know, when they said, "Oh, how was your summer? What are you most looking forward to?" I'm looking forward to free agency. I gotta get mine. But that shows you uh, yeah. where, where his head is. And I think D Rose's head has yeah. always been there. It's always been yeah. about the future, his mm-hmm. family, being you know stable, stable. successful, mm-hmm. having money. It, it's never really been about basketball. basketball. It's whenever you hear him talk, it's always about how you know he has to make sure he, he he's gonna be safe, he's gonna be good, so his family's gonna be good. Not, it's not really about the game. Yeah, and it's like I get that that can be your top priority, yeah. but don't tell everybody. You yeah, know what I mean? don't. Yeah, I don't know if you, if you was a Bulls fan, would you be like, dude, like, what are you talking? Like, yeah, I would have been like, even you trying to hit. I want to hear you say you ready to come yeah. back and put it all out yeah. there on the court. Exactly, and it's crazy because even his teammate, you know, Jimmy Butler, when he was yeah. asked about, it, he was like, dude, like, pretty much, he was like, you know, D Rose can talk about butterflies, rainbows, whatever he want. Just be ready to win some basketball games. Yeah. That's what D did. You gotta show and prove. I mean, maybe if D Rose had w- w- wasn't out as long as he's been out, uh, you know, yeah, it'd that, be a different story. We should want to take a little lighter. But he's barely played. He's barely contributed, honestly. Yeah. So, and to, to, just to come and bring up money, it's like, dude, you haven't even <laughs> proved. You, we don't even know if you if you even still got what, whatever you had that that first season you got that, that MVP exactly. season that you know that you're holding on to. And that's like his really his real claim to fame. You know, he won that rookie of the year. The next year he had, you know, and he was that year, you know, his burst of speed, fast, you know, electrified the yeah. game. And, you know, he won the MVP. And then he's been living off of that ever since. And it's like, you know, it's like Kobe, right? Last year, Kobe was talking about money, yeah. his contracts, because the Lakers signed him. I think it was like two years, $48 million. He's the highest paid player in the NBA. And he's talking about, you know, the leagues, the teams are worth billions of dollars. Why shouldn't I get my $25 million? Yeah. And you know what? I'm cool with that because Kobe put his time in. You know, he put it all out there, always. Exactly. So, you know, you know he I mean? deserved he played. it. So when you make even it, to be honest, even if LeBron would like when LeBron what he's doing now, yeah. when he's just signing these one year deals, I'm gonna do one year and because the salary cap's gonna keep going up, and I'm gonna get 25 million next year. I'm gonna get 26, and that's through his play right now. He's gonna he's just keep signing these wins. I'm cool with that. You know why? Because you put the time in. LeBron is one of the most durable players out there. Yeah. Plays the game every night. You know what I'm saying? Like, these guys, you want to talk about your money? That's cool. Because they handle their business on the court. You you want to handle your business off the court? Keep that to yourself until you handle until what's, you what's on the court. You know what I mean? So it's like, that just really run me the wrong way. And it just, like you said, it just goes to show, like, where his head is at. You know yeah. what I mean? And, you know, he is he is good for basketball. I can't lie about that. You know, having D-Rose healthy, having Jimmy Butler, you know, Pagasol, all these guys on the Bulls team. That's going to be a strong it's, Bulls exactly, team. Exactly. It's a strong Bulls team, man. This is what we want to see. I want to see really good basketball. But, you know what I mean? You have to, you got to know, you know what I mean? As as somebody who, who's been in the league this long, you got to know what to say. And it's just what cool to say, yeah. His team, his team, people around him are not, you know, 
telling him the right things. You know what I mean? I could just picture him saying like, you know, like don't worry about it. like like screw them. Yeah. Worry about us right here. You know. So, I mean, we'll see. Um, I think he he had his surgery, and they say he's gonna probably be good for the beginning of the season. So, right. I hope he's healthy, man. Cause if not, I tell you one thing, man. Jimmy Butler is no joke, man. He want that, that spot, man. That might be his team. Is, yeah, he, he. I mean, he he showed it last year. He showed it out last year. He. Jimmy he, Butler. And as, you know what I like about Jimmy Butler, man? He's like a two-way play. He plays defense. He's tough. He's like, you know, the Kawhi Leonard of the Eastern Conference to me. Because I feel like their games, so? their games are very similar. You know, they both, you know, are really athletic guy, really athletic wing players, um, long long arms, you know, pest on a defensive end. So these guys really, you know, um, those are players I like. Guys that play, you know, both ways, defense and offense. Um, something else in the basketball news. KD. The nicest guy in the NBA. Nicest. You know, he doesn't want to be nice anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to be mean, man. Um, so there was, you know, what, I was watching first take. Stephen A. Smith came out with the report. If KD were to, you know, leave OKC, his primary location yeah. would be none other than the Los Angeles Lakers. That's and right. When I read That's this, right. I was like, That's right. whoa. I was so happy when I read this because... The Lakers, you know, that's our team, both of our teams, and you know, having KD there, which is solidified, you know, him with the young talent we have now, it would, you know, definitely help out. But um, KD had a rebuttal. He didn't like that. He did not like. Uh, that. He wasn't happy with that, man. He was very angry. He said uh, Stephen A. Smith is a liar. He's a liar, Stephen A. Smith. Face liar. Nobody in his family, none of his friends. They don't talk to Stephen A. Smith. We don't talk to Stephen A. Smith. He's making it up. Out the air. He's trying to get ratings off of my name. Using me. <laughs> Let me do. All right, number one. Do you think Stephen A. Smith is lying? I don't think Stephen A. Smith was lying. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen A. Smith has been a journalist for how long? For like twenty years, if not more. Been with you know. ESPN for a long time. Long, man. long time. Has a radio show. Well respected. He probably has so many. And he's been mm-hmm. in the. He's li- He's been in the league. Way before you got in there, mm-hmm. I mean, way before Kevin Durant's got in there, you know. Mm-hmm. So, if if he says he heard from a source, I'm pretty sure he heard from a source. I'm pretty sure it was somebody reliable mm-hmm. to him that Kevin Durant talked to, and so he felt comfortable saying it. I don't yeah. think he just pulled out the air just because he had yeah. the ends. If yeah. it was just some Joe Schmo from some paper, then the sure. Blog, yeah. But you're talking about an actual real. This, Real, yeah. real journalist, mm-hmm. real reporter here. It's true. I, I don't think and, so. Man. And Stephen A. Smith has broken a lot of stories throughout the years. He was the one yeah. who reported LeBron was going to Miami. He was the first one to report that before LeBron made the announcement. Uh, he definitely has sources, and he even came back and you know he he kind of really took offense to what KD said, and he was like you know that I did I didn't see, he never said that he heard it from his brother or for his, from his family. Yeah. All he said, and he just said you know a source told me. So he and then he even went another level, and you know he told KD. You know, pretty much that. You know, he's been doing this before he was in the NBA, yeah. and he'll be doing it long, long after KD is gone. And that was like a real, like big boy move, right and there. I like, think sometimes you got to say that when you see, uh, if if you you know have the end situation, you yeah. see somebody coming to your your situation, some place where you work at. Exactly. This is my house. I really, I really, really, really live here. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're coming through. You're passing through. Like KD, you know, a lot of people, you know. You feel like when you're a player, you know mm-hmm. this is I, this I run this is my mm-hmm. league. 
for some people like Michael Jordan's, mm. Kobe Bryant's, you know, yeah, they have that kind of pull. Yeah. But other players, you know, you just here now, and exactly. you're gonna be gone. <laughs> then somebody's gonna replace you. Exactly. But I'm gonna always be here. <laughs> I've been here, man. And it kind of just shows, like, I feel like you know, a lot of these players they really don't take the media serious. You yeah. know, they feel like, oh, they never did this. They don't know what I'm going through. Yeah. But these, it is a craft. You know, it is a craft, and these guys do put the time in. You know, these guys they go to school. You know, they, they have their journalist degrees and they, you know, they write and it's, it's not easy, you know. So I feel like, you know, a lot of players definitely do, like, think of it like, um, like, whatever, like, they only hear because yeah. of me. But KD, he don't like the media regardless. He doesn't, he's yeah, not, no. he's not, he doesn't like the media, he doesn't mm-hmm. understand, he, does, he, like, he really feels like they don't understand what they're what they talking about, mm-hmm. you know, and they're not out there on the court, so they don't know. how would they know, they don't know how you know somebody good, bad, mm-hmm. a good player, bad player, or this, what mm-hmm. happened in this game, you don't understand, mm-hmm. that's really his disposition, you know, and I think even people are just starting to realize Katie is not a nice guy, nice guy. Katie, Katie a thug man yeah. I'll be saying listen I'll be watching Katie I'll be seeing him he'd be out with the rappers and yeah. chilling and he'd be I saw him in rap battle I saw him in rap battle it was like conceited versus somebody like he was in the background chilling at, a, at one of those smack the uh, battles um, yeah he's really not you know and it, to be honest like, I feel like he's kind of been um, what's the word I'm looking for like spoiled Mm. Living in OKC and playing yeah. in OKC, because I'll tell you one thing: if KD was as good as he was, and all they made was one Finals appearance, and if he was in New York, if he was in Boston, if he was even to a certain extent LA, mm-hmm. they would be killing him. You know, it's like OKC, the Thunder are the only show in town for in Oklahoma City. That's the only sports team they have. If if KD would have came in, you know, what I mean, to New York. They, the media will kill them so it's like you have to be tough skin yeah you know and it's like this these little back and forth it's like I already know why he called Stephen A. Smith a liar because he's gonna he's going to his final year in OKC word probably did get out from somebody cause word always gets out yeah and he doesn't wanna have to deal with these questions all year long you know after a tough loss uh, when they get to the playoffs you know throughout the season hey KD from the reporter from wherever are you going to LA are you going to Washington so he, he doesn't want to deal with that because it's a hassle it's a headache but it's like you know people can see the writing on the wall and me personally I think he is going to leave I mean I, he don't have a, I mean watch day unless you yeah. go unless there's some phenomenal season coming up and that's like win the championship maybe yeah and they do and let me remember, they do have a good team Russell Westbrook uh, KD they just got Ernest Cantor um, Serge Ibaka you know, they have a versatile team, really. But they never really found that, like, you know, ever since James Harden was gone, they never yeah. found that other guy that to, piece, like, yeah. you know what I mean? They tried. They tried. Like, they tried to replace Yeah, they tried Harden with, like, you know, lot. Jeremy Lamb, the Kevin Martins. They, you know, they put a lot of pieces in there. And they just really need, like, I always felt their offense was too, like, hey, KD, hey, Westbrook, here's the ball. Do what you got to do. So yeah. now they have a new coach, Billy Donovan from Florida. He was the you know the coach that won the two back to back. He was coached those Joakim Noah, Al Horford, um, Florida Gator teams. So you know he's really a, a, you know a, a, you know like to pass the ball and run some sets. So it's interesting to see what they're gonna do. But I think the KD Westbrook experiment has kind of run its course, and I think KD is gonna leave. And I welcome him to LA. Yeah, come on, come on down. Come I mean, on. I, I, I would want Westbrook, but you know, I'll take KD. Take KD, right? Take KD. Well, we can't get Westbrook anymore. We got Dan Angelo Russell. That's the point mm-hmm. guard of the future, you know? That's definitely the point guard of the future right there. So, um, we'll see. Definitely, you know, interesting. And 
one more thing, uh, you know, I would like to, these players to know. It's like, you can say all you want. Oh, like, you know, these these reporters, they never played the game of basketball. They don't know what basketball is. Yeah. But Greg Popovich didn't play basketball. Ooh. He didn't play in the NBA. He played basketball, but he didn't play in the NBA. Ooh. And in the NFL, Bill Belichick, he didn't play in the NFL either. Ooh. I don't even think he played college f- football. So you don't have to be a player oh, to man. love the game and to know the game and to write about the game and That's to coach right. the game. It's all very true. I mean, and it's common sense. Exactly. Like, I, and I understand where they're coming from, but, yeah. you know, they they know it. And they know it, too. They know yeah. it. They know that. They just... You should, they get into you get emotional. Yeah, you, you, you say whatever. You feel like you know what, but you, you don't even know how to play. Like you can beat me on the court. You couldn't do what I do. You know you, you got to find something to say, and that's an easy yeah. place to go. You know you don't you don't you're not a professional player. You don't know. You don't know. It's like you know the kid when you beat somebody in two K, and they be like, yo, but play but, but me, play in, me real in real life, man. You know it's the same thing. It's like you know it's always the same. You got to find some place. You know you, your feelings are hurt, mm-hmm. so it's like you got you you're looking for some reason. Then. <laughs> I love that one. Play me real life though. That's always a funny one. Um, what's up? What else been going on, Todd? You been watching any TV or any like you know? You know, I've, I've been yeah. I've been watching all my new shows, man. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the same thing I talked about last podcast. Same shows yeah. I'm watching: The Law and Order, Scandals, How to Get Away with Murder. Excellent. Have you watch it yet, man? Yo, it's, nah, on, it's on Netflix, no. man. I'm not gonna lie, man. You know what I've been watching? I've I've really been watching a lot of Entourage. Okay, okay, I'm okay, still okay, on Entourage. Okay, 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 you know, and I've been watching a lot of wrestling. Wrestling, oh, I, I, like you know what it is. It's like wrestling is like you know the Survivor Series, the World mm. Rumble, WrestleMania. Yeah. Like all these things. This is when this. This is when like this the season the time starts. Where it starts. Yeah, this, this, this is the this is when the storyline is the best, right exactly. here. Always, this, these this are always when fall the, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is when the wrestling storyline. Yeah, you know, and when it gets cooking. Actually, a st- something that I read, um, not this past Monday, but the Monday before uh, Monday Night Raw, hit an all-time low ratings-wise. Okay. So people are not I mean, really watching that much. I mean, it's tough. Right? Times are changing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's they have competition. They're not just they're not competing with anybody. They're not. Yeah. They're so and so in a sense they're competing with everybody. Yeah. With every other show that comes on in that time slot, they're competing with. It's not like this. So if there's a football game or if that's the thing a, too. Exactly. You you just hit the nail on the head. I think the f- Mon- they're competing with Monday Night Football yeah. every night. And back I mean, in the nineties, yeah. they they could they could do that kind of competing mm-hmm. because you know one wrestling was was on fire. Two, they had WCW that that they were battling, so they had a reason for people to watch. Exactly, you know, this Adversity. competition there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. controversy sells. Yeah, Definitely. but now it's just them. They they run everything. They they're rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's a billion 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 dollar corporation. Mm-hmm. It's rated PG they have to watch everything they say and do now because they have shareholders and uh, stockholders and they're all investors mm-hmm. so it's, it's just different kind of show now they can't do what they did that pulled people in they really can't. back in the day they can't do it anymore so they have to it, they're working with a lot and the, the thing is I feel like you know the wrestling has really been it's be- like the actual pure wrestling yeah. like they have really talented you know uh, to me Seth Rollins is one of the one of the top wrestlers I've seen in a long time like the things he does you know from not only just a pure acrobatic standpoint but just mm. you know the way he sells things the way he do, he does these moves you know it's very yeah. good to watch and there's a, there's a lot of but great talent but, but WWE shot themselves in the foot when they gave it away when they when they decided to finally say yeah it's fake this week. They they ruined the they ruined the brand. Sports entertainment. They right? ruined they, the they brand. Change it to sports but when they but they they admitted it, they said it, wrestling is fake. It's a whole could be right the story that matches up. Pick they once they admitted it, they broke kayfabe. They broke the kayfabe forever. Yeah. So it's like there's no point in 
it's like um why it's one thing to watch it and then the, and to know it's fake but they never said it's fake so it's, it's a whole different thing so it's like they're still not admitting it but now we all know it's fake we all know it's for fun mm -hmm. it's almost i don't really need to watch this I'll find out what it's whoever wins is whoever got picked to win. There's no reason to really watch it. There's no secret. There's nothing, and they can never get that back because they gave the it cats away. Out of the back, yeah. They, they gave it away, and you can't give it back. All they have now is to just keep doing specials about the past where people are just talking about that. Just, that's the only thing that's interesting because anything that happens right now in the future is not that interesting because you know it's fake. You know they picked who's gonna win. It just doesn't. It doesn't matter anymore. It's yeah. just on. You just watch it for fun. It's, it's yeah. just. I mean, to be a, a part of me, kind of. The kids know it's fake now. Like I, yeah, I told, no. like kids, they just go, "Oh no, it's fake." Mm. <laughs> but I still love John Cena, though. Yeah, you know they like it, but it's, it's, yeah, it's different from when we were kids and we didn't know it was fake. Like you yeah. know, it's like you yeah. maybe thought that something, yeah. but you didn't know. You know what's funny is like it brings me to the story. It's like I was watching one night raw, uh, I think this week or last week, and, and my girlfriend comes in and she's like, "Dude, like what are you watching?" Watch <laughs> and she's like. Um, she's like, yeah, but it's fake. I'm like, yeah, I know it's fake. And we got to the conversation about, you know, being fake. And it's like me growing up, I can remember watching, um, you know, wrestling with one of my childhood friends, Josh. And we were like, we, we were like watching like a pay-per-view. And we're like, man, is it, we were talking to each other. Is it fake? Is it not fake? And then like my dad kind of like told us like Santa Claus isn't real. He's like, yeah, it's fake. And I was like, <laughs> And then we were like, no, it can't be fake. And then we were like, okay, but maybe that's fake. But that punch had to be real. Exactly. You know what I mean? You so know, it's like, it's I, that thing, you know? It's I see just, exactly what you're saying now. But now you really don't have that. Even if something happens, mm -hmm. like, maybe it, there, there'll be hits that might be real and it might be like, you know, accidents happen, but still, it's like. It's, like, it's, it's not the it's, same. It's just not the uh, same. Do you feel it's not the same because of the talent or it's like. No, that? I think there's some talented. Yeah. Seth Rollins, um, the, the Wyatt brothers, I think yeah, all of them do the talent. The Rock's cousin, he's talented. Uh, yeah, I mean they got a lot. Of they got talent. a lot of talent, and all the all the dudes that are coming from NXT, I like this. Phenomenal, mm -hmm. but it's just it's just like Kevin Owens and the yeah. Cesaro's. I definitely like all these guys. Yeah, um, there's some good, solid, but that 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 magic, that spark, it's gone. They're they're gonna be successful. People are gonna watch WWE because WWE, why not? But they're never gonna get that. Like I feel like they they want to mm -hmm. get back to where they were, and mm -hmm. they can't. They you can't get back there. Do you think to a certain extent, uh, UFC kind of took a little bit of the thunder or the lightning? Oh, for sure. And that's the thing. Yeah. You got all these other. You know, you got UFC, and you got even um. There there are other little wrestling shows. Um, oh, like the uh, TNAs or the yeah, um, exactly. But you know, really UFC came yeah. in there and really just. Cause it brought kind of had that old wrestling yeah. feel, that you know, and it's you, real. Yeah. yeah, you got those guys in the ring; they really hate each other, and you just see them pounding on each other. And it's real. It's really real, you know. Yeah, I think Dana White definitely did a good job of kind of like making it more than just fighters. The way he promotes it, the way he advertises things, you know, the, the lead ups to the fight. And if you think about it, like UFC, it's getting bigger and bigger. And like you know, their biggest star in UFC is probably Ronda Rousey. Yeah, you know, isn't that a, interesting? A, a female. Yeah. So it's you know, it, it just goes to show you the different aspects of the UFC of the UFC and how successful they've been. And to be honest, Dana White kind of reminds me of of Vince McMahon. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. About, you know, a trailblazer, first of his you know, first of his time, really taking a sport and an industry to somewhere it's never been before. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and maybe it's time for Vince to step down too, man. 
Yeah. I mean, I I hear a lot of stories about how you know, because most of the storylines he still has his. his yeah, his, no, his his hands are in everything. Even, though, in it, even though you don't see him, yeah. and you know, and people still have that fear from, so they just kind of just if he whatever he says, it's like, mm-hmm. all right, yeah, that's that's how we rolling. If, if he says, oh, you guys should be this kind of a character, this kind of, all right, that's what do, that's what we're gonna do. And I think maybe it's time for him to step back, give the reins up, give the reins up, man. Mm-hmm. Let, let let Triple H take Triple H, over. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, and the crazy thing is, like, you know, Triple H kind of runs NXT. Yeah, that's no, like yeah, his, that's, that's his, his baby. Yeah. You know, that's his creation. And, you know, a lot of the people, they like NXT more than the actual yeah. show. Like, WWE, the main roster. But with that, I take it... Because you got to understand, I mean, NXT doesn't come on as often as yeah. w, as uh, as Raw. That's true. It's not as long as Raw. So, I, I understand because it, 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 it is a fresher product. Mm-hmm. But also, they, they don't have as much pressure on them as Raw. Mm-hmm. And it's just they like... They don't even have the history that Raw has. So, it's like, yeah, eh, you can't really... Scaling together like people try to do all the time. It's like it's not the same thing. And I mean to be honest, like we spoke about it before, the three hours is just so much. It's just too much. No, you know, you. I shouldn't start a show at eight o'clock and end at eleven. Yeah, it's that's just, too long. It's <laughs> too long. <laughs> too long. You know what I mean? It's like even football games. You know, like one o'clock, then you do it by four o'clock. But you know, I got a halftime in between. I got yeah. you know, some stuff, and it's like I just can't do it. You know, I just it, that's the thing that it, it, and I think that's kind of could affect the numbers being so low as well. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I, I mean, mean, we're I, still gonna I, watch because you know, like, watch. I mean, I'm still gonna watch because I'm you know childhood fan, man. I, I have a reason to watch, but I don't see why you know how they can keep getting newer fan new base. You know, they have the kids that John were watching since the John Cena era. That's who John and Cena then, is the cash cow. But what they're looking for, and what and where mm-hmm. I, I I think they see the problem is, you know, after that era continues to grow up, who's the next they're, guy? They're getting yeah. They don't really have they don't have that guy. Mm-hmm. They don't have a pioneer of the era that they're currently in. They, they don't have a mm-hmm. a guy. And I don't think Seth Rollins could be that guy. I like. I'm not like. I think he's one of the one of the top heels in the industry, and he's like a really good character. But I just don't see him being. Like the John Cena, being the Stone Cold, being the Rock. Yeah. And I don't see, and you know, they were kind of banking on Roman Reigns to, to be that guy. Yeah. For the next decade, you know, once John Cena, you know, kind of, because John Cena's already almost 40, I think. Oh, he yeah. might be 40. He, I, yeah, I think he, he might be 40 this year. Right? Yeah, I think he's pushing that um that age. But I, th- I think they, they invested so much in Roman Reigns just because he has that bloodline, he has that tradition, being, you know, the Rock's um, cousin. But he's kind of had a rough time these past couple months. Like, you know, fans, they don't want to feel forced. Like, hey, like, this is the next yeah. guy up. They have to choose. The fans have to choose the next guy up. And Daniel Bryan was going to be that next guy. The fans, you know, he, he just yeah. moved merchandise. The fans loved him because he was the underdog. And, you know, unfortunately, with neck injuries. I and just, then, yeah, see, but they tried. And now he, he's plagued with injuries. Yeah. I, mean, I don't even know if he'll, like, yeah. I mean, neck injuries, you don't really bounce yeah, back from like that. Yeah, those are tough. Not, yeah. not, not professional either. The second yeah. One. yeah. Well, you're jumping off ropes and getting flipped. Yeah, I, always, <laughs> I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah, I always saw like the move where he like runs and he jumps in between the you know the ropes and he yeah. run, and he does like a, a straight you know like kind of like um throws his whole body at people. It, that move always scared me just because it's like dude like if something goes wrong there like you know you're constantly landing on your back. But um, what are you gonna do? You know it's 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 something we love and like we say you know this is the season because once you know Survivor Series comes around Royal Rumble it's like it brings you real back to yeah. childhood and that's something where you know. You definitely always gonna watch. Um, but yeah, Tach, I think that kind of wraps up for this one. Yeah. You know, I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting a little hungry. Gonna go get Gotta some eat, food. man. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> like I said, so um, you know, thanks for everybody showing us love on Twitter. 
um, all the tweets and stuff. We definitely appreciate that. For sure. You know, like we said before, we're in a lot of outlets. Well, we're out here. We are in a lot of outlets, yeah, so. Yeah. And we're sticking to our word, podcast a week. There we go, man. Consistency. You know, we're, we're busy guys, man, you know, but mm-hmm. we always like to find some time to um, definitely just chop it up with you guys. All right. Um, you know, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on pretty much any, anything. Uh, Twitter. We might have to make a, a Two Kids from the Bronx Instagram. Oh, I know Tatcha's Instagram is Two Kids from the Bronx. Yeah, we might have to make an official one. We'll make an official one. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. But uh, until next time, Tatcha. To the kids, bruh. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter, Two Kids from the BX.